Hello, friends. Welcome once again to another edition of Who's Behind That Voice. It is the volunteer spotlight here on Radio Talking Book. This is Ryan O., your host, talking with another volunteer, letting you know who is behind that voice that you hear read every week on RTBS. And today, we're with Kay Bellino. Hi, Kay. Hi, Ryan. It is a pleasure to have you here. You can hear Kay every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. reading the Sioux City Journal. And we repeat it every Sunday afternoon at 12.15 so, Kay, first of all, tell us about your background. What uh, brought you to Omaha? Where are you from? Where'd you grow up? Well, believe it or not, I was actually born in Omaha. My parents moved to Lincoln when I was a baby, and I was raised there. And then I sort of took off and uh, went to school, nursing school in Colorado Springs. And then I moved to San Diego and then um, lived there for 10 years. And then I lived in Northern California for five years. Well, you've been all over the place. Uh, well, I kind of have. And then... Um, <clears throat> I had a kid and thought, you know, it could be kind of nice to live closer to my family. So we moved back to Omaha, and my family was still in Lincoln at that time. So, um, yeah, we've been here ever since, now almost 40 years. So you're a native of Omaha, but you didn't really grow up here. Correct. What was your favorite place that you lived of all the places you just mentioned? Oh, you got to love San Diego. I lived, <laughs> and I lived there the whole decade of my 20s. So, you know, that was just great. It was just great. When you went to nursing school in Colorado Springs, how long were you there? How long does it take to get through nursing school? At that time, it was three years. Um, now, every, most people either do a two-year associate degree kind of program or a four-year baccalaureate program. Got it. Gotcha. So tell me about nursing school. What memories do you have from there? Wow, that was a long time ago now. Um, you know, I, I remember living in the dorm and enjoying that very much and the friends that I made there. And they, you know, the teachers took good care of us and we never felt pretty confident that we were not going to do anything harmful to anybody. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But um, yeah, it was a challenge a little bit and it was, it turned out to be an even better job than I anticipated because there are so many ways you can go with a nursing um, background and and I did do that, did some jumping around during my lifetime. It wasn't really jumping, but it was moving at times. And so that was really nice, too. So when you moved, was it always based on your career? Uh, mine or my husband's, either, generally. Have yeah. you been a nurse for your entire career? I then, have. Or? Yes, I have. Yeah. Different kinds of nursing, but yes. Wow. So tell me about the different kinds of nursing that you've done. Um, well, like most people, I started off as a, as a medical surgical nurse in a, on, a, on a nursing floor in a hospital, and then I went to the ICU, and that's where I spent most of the rest of the time. Um, and I, I did really like that. Um, it was challenging, it was fast, and um, I generally had only one patient that I could concentrate on instead of having multiple patients to run around and try to see. Um, so I, I did like that, that focus. And then um, the last 20 years, I did a, um, a telephone case management kind of job and diabetes education. So that was an entirely different kind of focus. And to, to, to experience people on the phone was entirely different than seeing them in person. And I was rather surprised to find that uh, you, can, you can really get a lot from people on the phone, that you can tell a lot about what's going on even on the phone. Even when they're not necessarily telling you everything, can you deduce using your your brain, your educated brain, like what they're telling you? Some, 
Yeah, some. Um, but also, I talked to the same people regularly, so I got to, we got to know each other. And, and that was definitely, you know, relationship building as much as seeing somebody in person. So just a totally different kind of thing, but it was, um, I, I did enjoy that. So of all the things that you did in your various nursing jobs, what was the most rewarding thing for you? Mm. They were just rewarding in different ways, I would say. It's, so it's a little bit hard, just kind of like comparing apples and oranges. It's, um, there were lots of things about the ICU that I really liked. Um, and then there were also lots of things about the case management that I really liked. I probably got to know the patients better um, over the phone doing the case management because, you know, they stuck around longer. We, we, we talked over time, over a couple of years sometimes, which was very different than taking care of somebody in the intensive care unit. So I think that was probably the best thing about it. And what was the worst thing? What was the most challenging thing for you as a nurse? Well, for a lot of years, um, especially in the ICU, there just never was enough time to get everything done. And um, to this day, if I have a nightmare, it's, it's generally that I'm there and I'm not getting everything done and i just now finding out I was supposed to be doing something I didn't even know about. And that kind of um, can't-get-it-all-done kind of nightmare. But I, I, I think that's probably the worst of it. I thought you were going to say the doctor's. That was my private bet that I had with myself. Was it? Well, you know what? I work nights, <laughs> and that's a good way not to have to <laughs> interact with the doctors nearly as much. Oh, you were a night nurse. A lot of okay. the time. Yeah, a lot of the time. Did you like that better than the day nurse? Well, there were some really nice things about it in, in that there wasn't so many people around. There weren't families around. There weren't doctors around very much. There were, um, yeah, so it was more focused that way. And also, um, but you didn't have to feed people. Oh, sure. I thought that was really made it a lot easier. Right, right. But um, the, also the day job, I mean, daytime was nice too because you kind of intersected with other people's working hours better. So that was in some ways better. So uh, now you're retired, correct? I am. How long have you been retired? Nine years already. My goodness. Mm. So since you've retired, what have you been doing with yourself? I'm sure that you were very busy as a nurse and so you had to get used to life not being a nurse, what have you been doing since? I did. And, and so I have picked up a couple of little volunteer gigs. This Radio Talking Books is one that I really enjoy doing. And another one, I, I, uh, I, I work one day a week with essential pregnancy services. And I, it's not a nursing role, but um, I just help out where I can. And um, the people there are, are so good and so nice, and I think they provide another very valuable service. So I, I've enjoyed that. I also like to um, crochet. I also babysit my grandkids one day a week, which I have actually done since the first one was born 12 years ago. So, you know, just different things plug in, and suddenly you're so busy. You just wouldn't have had time. I wouldn't have time for a job. That's what... Other people have said when they talk about retirement that a lot of them is staying busy is the key. I suppose. That not getting bored and, and not sitting around too much. Yeah, so. because it is true. The less you do, the less you can do. True enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you have any other hobbies? I heard you mention crocheting. Mm-hmm. Any, any other things that flip your switch, well, so to speak? I, I enjoy playing pickleball or most any kind of exercise, really. I have tried to stay active that way. You know, you're the third interview in a row of, that I've done where they've said pickleball. It seems to be a new phenomenon, that, yeah. that pickleball thing. So. Gotten pretty, pretty, 
pretty popular. Yeah. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a, a bit of exercise. It's the most of the people that play are, you know, towards my age. And so it's just fun to see people get out and do something with themselves. So pickleball and crocheting, any other hobbies? Not really. Not really. Well, tell me about your family, Kay. We always give the volunteers a chance to give their loved ones a shout-out, and you're no exception. So tell, okay. tell me what you'd like to about your family members. Well, my husband's name is Rick, and we've been married for 40-some years. Um, we have one daughter, Elizabeth. She has three kids, and those are the kids I be- have gotten to babysit one day a week since the first one was born. And so now they're in school, and it's mostly after school one day a week. But I'm... And they live here in town, and we know we are just super lucky that we have the chance to be in their lives and have have them really know us. And it's been one of the biggest blessings I've ever received in my lifetime, after being a mom, I guess. Now, you perhaps have said it already. Let me just make sure I, I know. How many grandkids do you have? Three. Three grandkids. Mm-hmm. So you have one husband... Mm-hmm. One ki- one daughter yeah. and three grandkids. I do. Do you have any pets? I have one dog. I should have mentioned her, actually. Oh, yes. We're big fans <laughs> of pets here at the Radio Talking Book Service. So. She's a Labradoodle, so she's, she loves people like, no, like crazy. What's her name? Rosie. Rosie. How yeah. old is Rosie? She's now five. So she's a, a valued part of your family, huh? She certainly is. Well... Kate, remind me, because again, my memory is not what it used to be. I'm sure as a nurse, you could explain why that is. I think of it as an age issue, but um, how long have you been here at Radio Talking Book? Do you remember when you came to us? You know, I don't. It was probably 2020 or 21. It was during COVID, but it was kind of winding up. When I first was going to start, COVID came and then it was delayed. And then we started the remote broadcasting and that's when I got going and I don't know do you know when it was the pandemic hit in March of 2020 we closed our studios in April of 2020 and we started taking auditionees again I want to say in July of 2021 Okay. Uh, June or possibly July, maybe August, but it was sometime. See, it feels like you've been with us longer, Kay. It's, it sounds like, what, about two years now? Yeah, it does so. seem longer. I do feel, you know, comfortably like I've been here for a long time. Well, and, you fit right in perfectly. Well, thank you. So uh, you read the Sioux City Journal every Thursday, but that was not what you first read for us. Do you remember what you used to read before we gave you Sioux City? Well, the very first one I did was The Week, that magazine. It was yep. a magazine I already received and I liked, and so that was a, a good entree. That's a very popular, mm-hmm. very popular one with our with our volunteers. So it was The Week. Did you ever do health? Uh, the magazine health? No, like our, our subject, health. Um, did we ever have you read any health segments for us? No. Mm-mm. Huh. We have a lot of people that are nurses and doctors that, that do that. I, I'm mm-hmm. surprised, but... Um, we we got to, I want to say the Sioux City Journal about a year ago, maybe more, and you just seem to fit into it perfectly. I like that so. very much. Yeah, and it's uh, um, it's not that different from the Omaha World Herald, which I read at home yeah. every day. So, yeah, it was it was a a nice one to do. It seems to just fit the time slot, and um, I liked it very much. Okay, I have to say our time has flown. We are almost out of time. I'm going to give you the last question. 
that I always give our volunteers. If there's a message you could give to our listeners, what would it be? Oh, gosh. I guess I would just encourage you to keep tuning in because we really like being here. And I think um, this is a, a really nice service to provide for people. So we're just happy to think of somebody listening. Well, Kay Bellino, it is such a pleasure getting to know you better. And again, you can hear Kay every Thursday afternoon or Thursday morning, rather, Thursday at 8 a.m., Sunday afternoons at 12.15 p.m. reading the Sioux City Journal. It's also on our podcast page. Kay, thank you so much for giving us your time today. Oh, you're very welcome. I appreciate you asking me. And this is Ryan O. with Volunteer Spotlight, who's behind that voice. Kay Bellino, our guest today. Please stay tuned for our next program. And everybody, keep tuned to Radio Talking Book. Bye-bye, folks.